There is a gold mine of data found in your customer support tickets, feedback, bugs, operational improvements, product ideas, you name it. Your customers are begging you to fix their problems. And our sponsor this week, OmniPanel, does the job to surface all of these insights for you automatically and send them to the right person on your team. Next time there's a bug request, boom, goes to the product department. Next time there's an operational idea, great, goes to your COO. There's never been something like this before and I'm really excited to share OmniPanel with you, a great software to streamline all these requests. If you're interested in trying out OmniPanel, go to omnipanel.io and let them know Forward Thinking Founders sent you. That is O-M-N-I-P-A-N-E-L dot I-O. Thank you so much, OmniPanel, for sponsoring this episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical skill yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Dan Rowden, who's the founder of Illo. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hello. Going well here, thanks. How's it going there? It's going pretty well. Just um, uh, podcasting, drinking some coffee, and now chatting with the tw- Twitter analytics king right here, <laughs> Dan. Uh, for, but so, to, so people know why I just said that, can you kind of like, dive into what Illo is and, and what you're working on? Sure. Um, so I was a, quite an early Twitter user, but um, I haven't really used it a lot until maybe April this year where I started kind of properly engaging with the like developer community um, and also like building in public. So like I, I built a few different products this year um, and sharing my, my kind of uh, work. Yeah. And, uh, and then by using Twitter and using the Twitter analytics uh, product, it's quite clear that it's limited. And I realized that with the API, it'd be quite relatively easy to build a better analytics product. So in at the end of July, just before my birthday, <laughs> I started hacking on this idea. Um, I spent two evenings building like the rough alpha and released it on my birthday. And yeah, it's kind of, that was July 31st and it's been going nicely since then. So let's, let's start with kind of the, usually I, I learn a little bit more about what you're doing than we talk about the why, but I think talking about like the, the why and the problem um, will be good to start here. So Twitter has an analytics school, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not the best. I'm curious for you, why did you decide to build something better? Um, so a little bit of the why, and then we can dive into like, what can you do on, uh, on Illo? Um, if I was to make an account, what are some of the things that I could track on it? 
Yeah. So, I, yeah, I guess the why is quite simple. It's using Twitter analytics, the built-in tool, um, is good. Um, for most people, it probably works okay. Um, you can see some basic metrics and how your tweets are doing, but it's quite limited. There's like two different views of data um, and some very tiny charts, um, which aren't, you can't like scale the charts, you can't change the, the timeline. Like there's a lot of, it's very restricted basically. Um, and I've used the Twitter API before and they just released new Twitter APIs in July. Um, so I just thought, why not just give this a go and see what kind of happens. I'd had an idea forming in my head um, for a few weeks before actually starting building it. Um, and luckily those two nights of hacking on the idea created a decent product that I was happy to launch as an alpha. Um, uh, the main idea behind ILO is to uh, let you dig deeper into like engagement um, and how your tweets are being uh, seen or used by other people. Um, so yeah, uh, you have engagement uh, ratios and charts. You can see on the day how, how, how well people are reacting to your tweets. There's also a table view, which is quite unique, I think. It's very succinct and it lays out all your data points. Like you can glance at your last 20 tweets very quickly and see which ones are performing well compared to the others. Um, yeah, I mean, Elo was just built as like a, you know, scratch your own itch kind of thing and see if I could build a better analytics platform. And it seems like other people also <laughs> found the same problems as me. And you mentioned that you built it in a couple of days, then you did a soft mm -hmm. launch for an alpha. What was included in this launch and, and it, um, well, actually I'll just start there. When you did, when you decided to launch it, how'd you do that? Um, and, and what were activities you spent your time on? Um, so yeah, those, those first few evenings was just making sure that, uh, it was hitting the API and putting in the tweet data and then doing some number crunching and building the charts. So just like the basic bare bones, um, and yeah, I think I built out four or five of the different like daily chart um, views and the tweet table. Um, and to me, it seemed like a pretty good yeah, version to release. Um, I I'd, I'd kind of tweet stormed one of the evenings as I was building from my initial sketches to like actually the working like prototype. Um, and then on the Friday, I just tweeted out hey, this is my new tool, put it online. Um, and <laughs> I asked for retweets for early access, uh, which worked really well. <laughs> I think it had like 180 retweets, so, and it reached, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was, 20,000 people maybe. So yeah, it worked, it worked quite well. And that's, that's kind of the starting point. And what's kind of slightly, uh, the, the word isn't ironic, but what's kind of like funny is that you're building a tool for the, to, that improves on Twitter analytics. And you're, and as you mentioned before we started recording, you're like promoting it on Twitter. Um, yeah. what, what are some of the other ways that you've, you've um, kind of gotten more users? And also have you had like a, like, like you said, you did an alpha launch. Have you had like a beta launch or a full launch? How, how do you kind of think about it? Like, the subsequent launches or is the alpha launch kind of the launch? Well, yeah. So the, the initial alpha launch was just, here's my new thing. I've never done that before. I, I normally finish a project and have it kind of finished in my initial view before even promoting it. So this was like quite different for me. Um, 
which is a bit nerve-wracking putting out like a very early version of a project. So that was the alpha. And then I just, yeah, built in public for the next four, yeah, during August, just kind of kept adding stuff and pushing it live straight away and just showing what was new. Um, and then I, well, yeah, paid plans. <laughs> this is always supposed to be a, like a business, like a paid tool. Um, so uh, I'd planned to add paid plans you know, early September. So I guess there was kind of like a soft launch where I turned off like the alpha phase and I, I updated the design. Um, and then we had a public launch last week on Product Hunt, which was kind of like showing the world more <laughs> than just my Twitter followers, what's, what's been going on. Um, but as to your question about um, like marketing it, it, it's all been Twitter and then um, like posting on Indie Hackers, just my like develop, developer communities so far. And what? You, you said you got on Twitter early and then you, you weren't mm. using it and then you just started again around March, April. I hear this a lot. Um, I don't know if, if, if Twitter changed some of their algorithms. I don't know if it was uh, COVID, you know, probably a combination of a bunch of stuff, but like Twitter recently got really great to spend time on. Mm. I'm, cur I'm curious for you, why, like what, tell me about your Twitter journey, I guess, mm. and uh, when you first got on, why did you not be, why were you not active? And then why did you decide to get active in March? And then what have you been able to do since you've been active? Okay. What's like your almost like story and pitch for Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> well, I joined in September, 2006. So 14 years ago. Whoa, let's actually stop there. How did you, <laughs> are you like best friends with Jack Dorsey? How did you <laughs> no. get, that's early. That is early. Yeah. My Twitter idea is, my Twitter ID is like 5,000 something. Uh, and that's how I got the at DR username because it was just free. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, back then it was cool. It didn't have the vowels in the name. It was TWTTR and had like a GUI logo. I don't know if you've seen like the super early. Well, that wasn't even the earliest, but it was like a super early version of Twitter. Um, and I was actually living in South Africa at the time and I used it over SMS. Um, I used to get updates sent to my phone and I used to send back updates and like you direct message by starting the message with a D space and then the message to the certain user. Like it was, that was just really cool. I thought that was just like a cool product. Um, the reason I found out about Twitter is that I'm just, I've just been into the web since about, well, 2000 ish, I guess. Um, I was on Flickr earlier on Flickr early um, there's also a Flickr competitor called Zuma, which I was quite a user of um, uploading photos, just early products. There was a browser called Flock that I used to use again, like mid two thousands. Um, yeah, I was just like a tech country I guess, and just tried out all the products that showed up. You'd be a good um, investor. <laughs> Yeah, and then I, I use Twitter. I mean, I've used Twitter consistently since 2006, but not at this like scale or with a like direct purpose, I guess. Um, there would be periods of maybe a year where I wouldn't use it. Um, but I'm sure if you go through my history, it's kind of regularly kind of inconsistent. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, this year, I, I'm not really sure. I can't remember what triggered me to start going on Twitter more. I, I used to go on Instagram a lot more, and I think I just, had enough and like switched to Twitter and 
just kind of went back to Twitter to see what was going on and started posting stuff. And then, yeah, I can't remember if I started building things this year before going on Twitter or if I went on Twitter and then started building things, but they must've happened at the same kind of time. Um, and I found that building in public and sharing what you've, sharing features or design or asking feedback on logos and sharing like revenue updates or just like little things just like i love seeing that from other people so i started doing that myself and it's it turns out it's like a really powerful way to use twitter and to to gain an audience it's not something i'm i'm trying to do i'm not trying to build an audience i'm just kind of sharing my my journey and kind of not really worrying about what happens but yeah, it turns out that using Twitter for that is very useful and rewarding and uh, fruitful, I guess. Yeah, it's, yeah, I agree with everything you just said. It is pretty great. And if anyone is listening that isn't on Twitter, you want to be in tech, you kind of like, you kind of have to be on Twitter. Don't, like, like if you're not in San Francisco, like you pretty much need to be on Twitter or else you're not like you might be building tech, like software products, but if you want to be like in tech, like in the know, like you, is there, like you can't really do it without Twitter, right? Well, yeah. I mean, Twitter is just an amazing way of being visible in the community, just like react, uh, replying to people or commenting on other people's um, stories or tweets. And uh, even just that is like super useful. But I found that like being present and having kind of, uh, a public profile while building these things makes it so much easier to get attention um, and being able to DM just people in the industry. <laughs> like I've talked to investors and I've talked to other developers and I've talked to marketers and like those conversations that don't happen in public Twitter that happen in like the private DMS, they're, they're probably more valuable than the actual Twitter, the public Twitter stuff. Like we, we talked once like a few months back uh, about your podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, what are some um, as you think about what you want to build with 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 Elo? What what are some features that you're thinking about? What are some requests that you're getting? What what are your thoughts on like the short term potential roadmap for for the product? The the main thing that's come out since when the last few weeks since there's been like a influx of users is account switching. So sign in with one account and then you sign in with another account, but it's managed within the same kind of user within Illo, um, which would be super cool. You could just like one click switch to a different dashboard. Um, and then something I've been thinking about is now there's a ton of data in the system. I think there's like 150,000 tweets uh, in the database at the moment. Um, there's obviously a ton of data there that can be analyzed. Um, the first thing I'm thinking of is like benchmarks or like, uh, yeah, like cohorts and like pe people with your following, a uh, similar following have this percentage engagement rate compared to your engagement rate. Like just like simple, because right now if you look at your, your dashboard, you can see your stats and it's great to compare your own tweets against each other or certain days against days, but you don't really know, there's no context. Like you don't know against what other users are doing. Like if, if you're doing well or not. So I think that's, that's kind of like one big area I want to go into next. And if you were to look out, obviously you just started this like three months ago, two months ago. Um, so it might, might be hard, but if you were able to like dream for a second, what if you like look out like a decade, like let's say you build yeah. it, 
you go all in, you raise a jillion dollars, right? You like build whatever you want to build. Just what could this potentially be? Like, have you thought at all about like, oh, if I go super big with this, it would be blank. What would blank be? Yeah, I haven't actually thought <laughs> that far ahead. Um, I, don't, I tend not to think like too far in the future. I'm actually thinking like, what's the next product going to be? <laughs> um, I think Illo, along with Cove, my, like my previous project, um, uh, it's just like kind of you build it, release it, make some updates based on feedback, and then kind of see where it goes. Um, Illo's had a much bigger response and is being used by a lot more people. So I think maybe to not focus on Illo now would be silly, like to build something brand new right now would, would be a misstep. So I don't know, I think throughout the end of the year, I just want to build out the tool and kind of see what happens. Um, I have new ideas for new things all the time and I like building new things. <laughs> so I think that's something I have to maybe try to turn, like tame <laughs> while Illo is now doing reasonably well. But I think, also, yeah, like build, building on t on top of Twitter is a bit of a threat, right? So they have their own analytics tool. Maybe they see something in Illo that they're like, oh, maybe we can just build this. I don't know what Twitter's, I don't know if they're planning to build out their analytics product. I don't know. I mean, it's been broken a bit during September. So maybe that was part of them rejigging it. Who knows? I don't know. So yeah, I'm taking it week by week. Really. They, they probably see you and they're like, yeah, like you know, whatever. And then you build this giant thing. Then they either need to either you you beat out the analytics department, or they must acquire you for three billion dollars. That that I I, I, was, I'm, I can see the future. That's what's gonna happen here. You're, they're gonna they're gonna see you as this this huge asset. But you're gonna be like, no, it's gonna be a couple billion big bees if you're trying to Billions, acquire yeah. me. You know. <laughs> well, um. It to make that happen to like, you know, build out what you want to build to, you know, to, 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 however the size, whatever the size is, you'll need some help, right? Like you'll need obviously users. You'll need mm -hmm. maybe investors. Maybe if you want to do that, you might need employees. If you want to do like, you know, tons of potential options. And luckily the, the forward thinking founder listenership, all those people exist right now in, in yeah. it, like, you know, <laughs> listening. So my, my, my question for you is, how can the forward-thinking founders community help push this vision forward? I think right now uh, it's feedback, like feedback time. So uh, sign up to Illo, try it out, see if it works for you, and find what doesn't work very well. Um, I love getting feedback from users because it's an, a brilliant way to see how Illo is being used because I obviously built it for me and the way I use Twitter, but there must be millions of different ways that people use Twitter. So yeah, just feedback and say hi on Twitter. And I love having conversations on Twitter about anything. So yeah. And if someone wanted to try it out, how can they find it on, on, on the internet? How can they find you on Twitter with your in, ingenious handle? Can they email you? <laughs> how can people get in touch? Yeah. So Illo is at illo.so. Um, you just click the sign in with Twitter button. Um, it takes three clicks and your dashboard is already filled with data. Um, uh, yeah, my Twitter handle is at dr. And you heard that yeah, correctly. Email. That is that is two that is two uh, <laughs> two letters. Just in case you're questioning what he just yeah. said, two letter <laughs> handle. I have it on Instagram as well, by the way. Um, you, wait, do you have uh, an Instagram yeah. with dr too? Is your Instagram dr too? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, but it's private. 
Yeah. Dude, you, you should be an investor. <laughs> Holy moly. That is awesome. I did better on Instagram. My user ID is like 1,000 something on Instagram. Um, but yeah, email dan at illo.iso if you want to get in touch or just I have open DMs. Just send me a message. Happy to chat. Just slide into those DMs. Great. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Really excited about what you're building. You know, Twitter analytics. Twitter's becoming a more important tool every day for people trying to break into tech. And people got to know how they're doing on Twitter with better analytics. And that's what you're building. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Wish you best of luck making it happen. Thank you very much for having me. It's been good to chat. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.